Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And welcome back to Mindset Monday. I'm Gene Zanetti, your coast-to-coast mindset coach, bringing you the best available wrestling-specific mindset information available to you anywhere in the world. Wrestling Mindset, the only wrestling-specific mindset program out there as far as I'm aware. Uh, Welcome back, everyone. Every Monday night at 9 p.m., we'll be doing our weekly Mindset Monday conference call. And at 10 p.m. is our weekly spiritual strength call. So we encourage you to jump on both of those calls. Be the total package, spirit, mind, and body. Why leave anything to chance? Be the total package. Um, big thing, season's, season's kicking in. A lot of colleges, they're doing the wrestle-offs right now. And um, as far as the high school season and middle school, we're gearing up, getting ready to um, till the end of November. So um, let's really make sure we're, we're really attacking everything on all levels. We always say you have to be you have to be training not only hard, but smart. There's a lot of hard workers out there, and I'm not undercutting hard work, but make sure you're also working very smart. Hard and smart. We ask everyone, what percentage of wrestling is mental and physical? And people constantly say it's 80 or 90% mental. Okay, well, then how much time are you training physically versus mentally? And we find regularly that, you know, that's, that's what it's usually the opposite. People are training 90 to 95% physical with no mindset training. So making sure we bridge that gap, that's exactly what wrestling mindset does. We bridge that gap between the physical and the mental training. Okay, so today we're doing our preseason tips, or for the college wrestlers, our um, early season tips. Three things. The first thing is knowing that cutting weight does not make us a better wrestler. Cutting weight doesn't make us a better wrestler. Um, You see this every year at different points in time where wrestlers think, oh, hey, they're going to get themselves down to a certain weight and they think that's the answer. What makes you a better wrestler is improving your technique and your mindset, focusing on your nutrition, doing things right, working hard in practice, working smart in practice, 
what you're doing outside of practice, your preparation. So cutting weight doesn't make you a better wrestler. In fact, we've looked at the statistics. The research has been done on this on Olympic and world champions, and the average percentage body fat is between 6% and 10%. Now think about that. Back when I was in high school and when I was in college, I thought that was completely different. I figured it was going to be like 4% or 5% or maybe even 3%, very low. But it turns out the best wrestlers in the world, it's between 6 and 10%. So what does that tell you? It, it tells you they're not doing the Atkins diet or the South Beach diet, where here they are cutting carbs and bringing their weight down in the wrong way. It shows you that their nutrition is very important to them, and, and you need a certain amount of carbs and body fat to optimally function. That's important. Not everyone looks like a bodybuilder. Not everyone looks like Rocky Four. Look at the Olympics. Watch the world champions. They don't look like bodybuilders. They look like wrestlers. Now, if you're eating well and you're training hard, you're going to probably look like a bodybuilder. In other words, if you're thinking about, hey, I want to have a six-pack, I want to be shredded, my obliques, I want to be jacked and tan, I get it. I get it. That's what I was thinking in high school, too. But it's the wrong mindset. The mindset is, how do I perform optimally? That's what you're thinking. How do I perform optimally? And that, that's the key. We don't train minimally. We don't train maximally. We train optimally. So how do we function optimally? And you're going to need a certain amount of fat. You're going to need a certain amount of carbs in your diet. It's not cutting those things out. It is eating very clean. I'm not giving you the, the, the free pass to now just gorge yourself on junk food. Nothing could be further from the truth. Your nutrition should be excellent, but cutting weight does not make you a better wrestler. Becoming a better wrestler makes you a better wrestler. So don't get sucked into that mindset of your friends, a lot of your coaches, a lot of, your, a lot of teammates, People have this warped view that if I cut weight, I become better, and that, that's just simply not true. The question to ask yourself is, at what weight class, at what weight class can I perform optimally? That's the key. What Mark Schultz used to do, and again, here's, this is one guy, but he was an Olympic champ. He was a world champ. He, he said he would eat healthy year-round. He would train all year-round. And then after um, practices, he would see what he's weighing out and drop one weight class below that, not five weight classes below one weight class below what he was weighing out after practice. So in other words, he wasn't looking to cut much more than 10 pounds. We see this all the time, guys, cutting 15, 20 pounds, 15, 20 pounds or more. That's ridiculous. That tells me you're not staying in shape. You're not taking your nutrition serious. You're not taking your exercise serious. Shouldn't have a lot of weight to lose if you're a wrestler. Should be close to fighting weight all the time. And Louis Simmons talks about this over at Westside Barbell. Not wrestlers, but the strongest gym in the world. They're the very best at what they do. So we will listen to them. And he says you should always be training at 90%. Now, what does that mean? Did I just tell you not to go 100%? No, I didn't. I said what I'm saying here, training at 90% means year-round, in the summertime too, you should be at 90% technically and also um, technically, um, not just technically, your conditioning, your strength. You should be at 90% all year-round. You should never be out of shape. You should never be fat and out of shape, okay, as a wrestler. That's a key thing. So being at 90% all year round, you shouldn't have a lot of weight to cut. You look at the very best wrestlers, that's, that's them. Don't go by just who the best wrestlers in your state are. Look at the top wrestlers in the country. Look at the top wrestlers in the Olympics. I'm not saying they don't pull some weight, but the focus can't be on weight. It has to be on uh, getting better in wrestling. It can't be every practice. I got to lose five today. I got to lose seven today because you're wasting time that you'll never be able to get back to make you a better wrestler. Okay, so what should you be focusing? Now that I went on the rant about, about um, 
you know, cutting weight doesn't make you a better wrestler. What should you focus on? The two main things, and again, we're saying work very hard the whole time and work very smart, your mindset and your technique. You want to be better in wrestling, your sport, you focus on your mindset and your technique. What can you do to improve your mindset? Well, you're doing it right now, being on Mindset Monday. That's one thing you should be doing every week. But there's got to be something you're doing every day. Best thing you could do, no doubt about it, one of our wrestling mindset individual programs, our one-on-one programs, we have a once-a-week option, twice a month, and once a month. When you have your own personal mindset coach, that goes the longest way. One thing all the top athletes have in common is they have coaches. It's not just coaches. They have mindset coaches, too. It's like 80% of golfers on the pro tour have a mindset coach. That's no surprise. Well, it should be the same thing with all sports. It's not damage control. You don't get a mind. In this country, we, we look at it differently than the Russians do. The Russians put everyone involved in their mindset programs. In America, it's very frequently, hey, only when he's having a problem, we're going to get him help. So the wrestler chokes in the big match, then we get the mindset coach. That's completely backwards, completely backwards. What you want to do is attack this thing proactively. Don't wait till you're sick to start eating healthy. Eat healthy all the time. Don't start taking care of yourself once, you're final, once you finally have a cold. Obviously, you need to take care of yourself then too, but it should be proactive. You don't, so in wrestling, let's say technique-wise, we're getting taken down by a double leg. So we go and practice the next week and we work on double leg counters. And then the next week we're getting taken down with a single leg. And then we learn single leg counters. No, 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 no. That's not how you approach technique. That's not how you approach mindset. You handle it before it's a problem. And what did Benjamin Franklin say? An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Got to plug Ben Franklin, founder of the University of Pennsylvania, where we went to school, Jeff and I. So if an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, let's be proactive. That's how the best people think. It's not damage control. So having your own one-on-one mindset coach goes a long way. Calling up Mindset Monday every week. Um, in our mindset program, we go over having daily affirmations for confidence. That's, that's an important thing. That's, I believe, confidence week five or week six in our mindset program. That's, that's something that really makes a, a big difference. It, it worked wonders for Muhammad Ali, for Joe Warren, for some of the top wrestlers and, and, and ultimate fighters and the top athletes um, having those affirmations. So, again, doing our wrestling mindset program, you'll learn about all that in our confidence series. Uh, next, calling the daily success hotline. We talk about that in our, in our, in our mindset program, the success hotline every day. And also making sure that your team is on board with this type of stuff as well. More teammates that you have, parents that are listening in on these calls that are doing our mindset program, the better it's going to be. You know, it's, it's no surprise that, you know, the team we work with in New Jersey, one of the, one of the many teams, uh, Bergen Catholic, we've been working with them for the past three years. They've been state champs, number one in the state every year. They've been number three in the nation last year. And w- what is it with them? Well, we go in there twice a month and work on mindset individually, uh, as, as a team, rather. And one-fourth of the team, we're working with them individually on mindset. So they get it twice a month as a team. Most of them get it as individuals. Most of them get it as individuals. And, and then there's parent meetings that we have where we're talking to the parents about it. The parents are calling in on these calls. We're speaking to the parents on calls and text messages. So it's a well-oiled machine, and that's how you bring out the best mentally. So bridging that gap, that's exactly what we do with wrestling mindset. This was not available to us when we were in high school and college. No, it wasn't. Otherwise, you know, things, things might have been different with the difference between taking third in the state and being a state champ. Um, that margin for error is so small. 
And if you work on these things mentally, you'll perform at your best when it means the most. You'll have that killer instinct out on the mat. And then next, our technique. We talk about improving our technique constantly. Everyone should have three improvement areas technically. Everyone, all wrestlers should have three technical areas you're working on. And you have to make it a point to do that, to work on it. So this was my mindset, the mistake I would make in high school. I'm going to practices. I'm going to three or four practices a week. I'm going to clubs. You know, I'm getting workouts and I'm working hard. Okay, are you working smart? There were three major holes in my wrestling. I could think of more, I'm sure, but three major holes that I could think of in my high school career. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't, I'd have good defense when a guy got in on my leg. It was very offensive, but I did not do a good job of defending my leg. I didn't finish a front headlock, and I did not mat return men once they got to their feet from the bottom position when I was on top. Okay, so mat returns, front headlock finish, and defense when a man is in on my leg. Okay, how much was I working on it? If I wrestled 330 days uh, that whole year going into my senior year of high school, how many of those days did I work on those improvement areas? Very little. Very few. Only when coaches covered it in practice. And, team, that is unacceptable. You have to put the onus on yourself. As I said before, you can't just say, I'm working hard, I'm working hard. There has to be other answers, too. You have to be working very smart as well. So, making sure that you go out of your way, you, st you stay after practice 10 minutes, and I should have been working on my front headlock. If I'm, working three, if I'm going to my club three days a week, okay, one day after practice, you stay after and work on your front headlock. The other day, you stay after for 10 minutes, and you work on your mat returns. The other day, you're working on single leg defense when a man's in on your leg. These problems don't just fix themselves. So we have to have these, these focus correction areas and work on them. Go out of your way because your parents, your coaches, your teammates, they might not necessarily, you know, your coaches have to focus on the whole team. You have to focus on you. That's how, that's how it helps. Your coach is going to be the most helpful to you if you go over to your coach and say, hey, coach, can you help me on my mat returns, you know, after practice? Um, can you help me with my single leg counters? Can you help me with my front headlock finishes? You've got to go up to the coach. You've got to put the onus on yourself. Don't wait for the coach to come up to you. And, and you'll find they'll be able to really help you a lot. So write down right after this call, what are the three areas you could be working on technically? And let's get to work on it. Let's not leave it to chance. Okay, so focusing on that mindset, sign up for our, our free one-on-one uh, -on -one phone session. If you go on our website, www.wrestlingmindset.com, you can sign up for a free trial session. You have absolutely nothing to lose. Uh, give it a shot. You do one of those programs, that's where we see the highest level of results with all of our wrestlers around the country at all different levels, from elementary school right through the Olympic team. And like I said, have those, correct, have those correction areas for uh, your technique. There should be three, and you've got to go out of your way to do it. Don't wait for the coaches to tell you. Go out of your way and work on these things on a regular basis. It doesn't take long, but make sure you're putting that kind of time in. It's better to do a little a lot than to do a lot a little. In other words, it's better to spend, if I want to work on my shot defense, it's better to spend five or ten minutes every day working on that defense instead of coming in one day, just doing it for two hours, and then not doing it again for the rest of the year. That's likened to cramming on a test. And here's the thing. You might do well on the test the next day, but you know what happens three months from now. Gone from your mind. Irretrievable. You want it to be retrievable. You want to learn for the long term so you don't keep making the same mistakes. All right, so cutting weight doesn't make us a better wrestler. Our focus should always be on uh, our mindset, and our technique. 
uh, otherwise we're just wasting our time. And again, eventually you're going to get beat by someone who is a better wrestler than you. All right, let's open up the line for some questions. If we have any questions that anyone wants to type in on our, on our Facebook group, we could do it that way, or we could do it on our conference call line. I have my, my mom's phone here, so i got two phones going. That's why I see the pink right here. Um, let's see. Anyone who has a question for Mindset Monday, you could call start, press star one and ask it now, or you could write your question on Facebook. Again, now we're, we're really blessed that we're going live from two different, um, two different forms of media here. Star one and your question will be live. And to draw everyone's attention to our Facebook group, Dr. Dawn on there, she's an integrative physician. She has, she gives as great information. I've been learning a lot from her about the health and wellness side. And we were discussing this before. If your health and wellness isn't the foundation, you can't perform. You get mono mid-season and it happens all the time. Wrestlers going into their their postseason, they get mono or, or something else, they get the flu, and guess what? You're not performing at your best. So health and wellness has to be the center. It has to be the foundation. But she's posting great stuff. We thank you for joining us, Dr. Dawn. And we thank everyone for joining us. A lot of great wrestlers, a lot of great coaches. Coach Sal, I see you on here. Justin Stevens, um, Andy Cook. Awesome. Everyone else that I'm, that I'm seeing, too. Great stuff. Coach Papadatos from Hofstra. Everyone's joining us. Thank you. So questions, any questions? I have another um, five minutes before we end the call. Okay, so the question is from Ryan on our Facebook Live. Did you handle weight well when you wrestled? Okay, so did I, did I handle weight well when I wrestled? And I will say I never cut a lot of weight, or, or maybe one season I cut, I cut a good amount, um, but rarely, rarely. And that goes for me and both of my brothers. I took third in the state in New Jersey. Uh, Jeff and Greg both took second. We both all went on to be um, nationally ranked wrestlers in the top 20 in the country. I'm not saying there were in some weights or some years where we didn't pull more weight than others, but as a whole, no, we never really, we rarely lost more than, rarely lost more than 10 pounds, usually eight or less because we were in shape all year round. As far as nutrition goes, this is going to fall under the category do as I say, not as I did, because I did a terrible job with nutrition. I'm not trying to talk down to anyone or make anyone feel like oh, I'm above anyone because I made a lot of these mistakes. And I don't want you to have to go through those same, those same things that I did. My mindset was you could see my abs and, and, um, and you know, I'm, I'm working hard. You could still see my abs, so I don't have to worry about my nutrition. I'm eating like crap, and you could still see my, my six-pack. That's a ridiculous mindset, okay? This is how I would have – if I could go back in time, this is what I would have done. I, first, I'd slap myself in the head, and I'd say, wake up. How important is your wrestling goal to you? I want it to be a state champ in high school. I want it to be a national champ in college. How important is that goal to you on a scale of 1 to 10? And I would have said a 9 or a 10. Okay. How well are you eating on a scale of 1 to 10? And honestly, sad to say, I would probably say a 1 or a 2. I really did not give much of a crap of how I ate, and I definitely suffered because of it. Less energy, feeling tired before matches, getting worse practices. I'm not replenishing my muscles. So now my, all the technical things that are going on in your body, and my master's degree is in exercise science, um, protein synthesis, fat oxidization, metabolism, all those, all those functions slow down when you're not properly hydrated and when, you're not, and when you're not eating optimally. So my point is this. I was saying my goal was to be a state champ. It was important to me a 10 on that scale of 1 to 10. But my eating was a 2. And I know nutrition is an important part of wrestling. 
So what does that mean? Clearly, there's a discrepancy between how important my goal is to me and how I'm treating it. I'm treating it poorly. If I'm treating nutrition poorly, clearly, I'm not a 10 on that scale. And I think if, that, if someone would have pointed that out to me, I would, have become, I would have become a little bit more aware of my own hypocrisy. But again, if you're trying to be the best, you have to do everything in your power to be successful. Everything, everything that's, that's healthy and everything that's legal. We're not talking about performance enhancement drugs or doing anything wrong. Obviously not. But you have to do every single thing to give yourself the advantage. And that's why I say being the total package, we constantly stress spirit, mind, body, nutrition, technique, conditioning, flexibility, strengthening your joints and your tendons, health and wellness, taking care of yourself. It's everything. And, and Mark Cody does a great job of talking about this, the former coach of American and Oklahoma. He said, he said, it's not just wrestler against wrestler. It's your lifestyle against their lifestyle. Your lifestyle, when you step on the mat, it's not just wrestler against wrestler. It's your lifestyle against their lifestyle. And then you go back to the Brands Brothers at Iowa. And that's why, again, they say focusing on all those different dimensions, spirit, mind, body, nutrition, technique, conditioning, flexibility. And eventually, you're operating at a level that your opponents just cannot keep up with. That's why your biggest opponent is not your opponent. It's yourself. It's yourself. So if you win all those little battles with your nutrition, with your mindset, with your technique, with your conditioning, you're going to beat your opponents. So win the battle within. Win the battle within yourself. Not the least of which being the spirit, which is also why we have the spiritual strength call at 10 p.m. every week. Again, we say we look at it as the pyramid, spirit, mind, and body on the top. The foundation has to be built on the spirit. Otherwise, when life comes your way, um, you know, all kinds of life problems that happen with our family, with our friends. We get betrayed by people who are close to us. Um, you know, we make mistakes. We lose Things don't go well. People, people die. All kinds of stuff happens in life. And what happens, you know, life just pokes holes at your pyramid. If you're just based on the mind and the body, you have to have a strong, solid foundation built on a rock with your spirit, your values, who you are as a person. So be that total package. Okay. Very good question. Next question. Dan Luke, what is your advice for parents that want it more than their kids? Well, Here's the thing. You can't ultimately, it's, it's a good question. Parents can't live vicariously through, through the kids, and we see that mistake happening uh, very regularly. We, we want to encourage our kids, but ultimately you can't want it, you can't want it for them. It has, to be, it has to be up to them. And really, why, why would we be doing something that we don't, we don't like to do? And that's why we constantly go back. You look at Kyle Snyder, Jordan Burroughs, um, all these top wrestlers. They say they do it because they love it. And life's too short not to be doing something that you don't love. Now, I'm not talking about your priorities. Obviously, like, your faith has to be there. You have to do, you know, school, uh, being a good person, and being a, you know, a functional member of society, of course. But then when it comes to, like, these extracurricular activities, sports, uh, what clubs you're going to be in, what, um, what career path you want to go down, uh, really, why, why do something you're not truly passionate about? Uh, my day has been constant since, you know, since, you know, early, <laughs> my day has been pretty constant, but I don't look at it as work because it's something I love to do. Sure, you, you do put in work. It is, it is, you know, taxing, but when you're doing something you love to do, you're, you're going to do well at it. That's just, that's just how it is. So um, advice for parents who want it more than their kids, you got to get, you got to give them some, you encourage them, you, you preach hard work and, and, and enjoying the sport but it's ultimately got to be the kid's decision. It's, it's got to come down to them. You never want to push them um, if it's something they don't want to do. 
what's going to happen? They're going to burn out. They're going to resent you. And quite frequently, and I know it sounds extreme, they turn to drugs and alcohol. Um, that's what happens. They start rebelling, and eventually kids at a certain age learn the word no, and um, that's and, and that's it. You don't want to lose them. So, you know, encourage them, but don't force them to do anything. Uh, the next question, um, what is your opinion of the grind to feeling fresh matrix? Don Mancini. Okay, so what is my opinion on the grind? I, I'm going to answer... I'm going to give the best version of what, of what I think this question means. So you do, have to, you do have to work hard and you have to recover hard. And the Soviets were big on this. I keep talking about the Russians and the Soviets, Soviets because, again, I got my master's degree in exercise science back in 2009 at Springfield College. Their motto there was spirit, mind, and body. Almost everyone there did something involved in sports, athletic training, physical therapy, sports psychology. Mine was exercise science and sports psychology. It was a very athletic-related school. And um, I could tell you that the books that I read about the Russians, the Soviets from 30 or 40 years ago, they're way ahead of us in, in America right now. They're way ahead of us. And it, it's just a reality. You know what it is? What communism made possible, and I'm not saying communism is the way to go, you know, who are those no good bums? No, that's not what we're saying. What we're saying, what communism made possible at the time was they took the best uh, students in those schools and they said, okay, the valedictorian, you're going to learn wrestling. You're going to learn gymnastics. You're going to learn track and field. So they, they had information. They were able to assemble sports-specific information that we're nowhere close to in America right now, which is why I constantly re reference the Russians and the Soviets, because they don't have more talent than America. Don't be fooled. They do not have more talent in Russia than America. The reason why they're beating us in Russia all the time, they have better systems than we do in America, better systems. So we focus too much sometimes on the, on the flash, like, hey, let's, let's have cooler facilities, new mats, new gear. We're focused, on, we're focused on building the better hamburger instead of, like, McDonald's. Maybe they don't have high-quality burgers, but they have a great business system. So instead of focusing on building the better burger, build the better system. And, and in America, we have to do that. We have to focus on building a better system. So back to the question at hand. Um, the Soviets, I brought them up because they really prioritized rest and recovery. And as, as part of wrestling mindset, we took a page from the Soviets there on our action plan, goal setting week three. We have a whole section on rest and recovery, what you can be doing during the season to make sure you stay fresh because you have to work very hard and then you have to, you have to recover very hard. And we have a lot of those techniques that the Soviets were doing. We're happy to share those with our wrestling mindset people. So make sure, again, you're, you're joining these programs, these one, this one-on-one -on -one program that we have, the once a week, the twice a month, the, three, the, um, the, the once a month, the twice a month, the once a week, and it'll, it'll really go a long way. Because, again, we have to work very hard. We have to recover very hard. Otherwise, we burn out. And recovery is both physical and mental. So we've got to be attacking that from both angles. It can't just be physical recovery. It has to also be mental recovery. A lot of stuff with that because you do want to feel fresh. And even goes down to the way we're, we're doing our weight training and our conditioning. There's certain ways that are going to make you more, um, certain ways that are going to make you more run down and more sore than others. The Soviets are very aware of that. So we want to make sure we're aware of that as well. Like I said, the, the Russians are at least 30 or 40 years of America, and my exercise science degree uh, was here. So we've got to study the best people in the world. They definitely don't have more talent than us in Russia. I don't want to hear that. We have way more talent in America than Russia does. They have a much better system, and they address all these things. Okay, 
any other questions, whether it be on our website or from our callers. From our callers, we'd have to press star one. Star one from our callers. We have both the conference up right now and we have our Facebook page. All right, it looks like we will close it down. We'll be Facebook Live again for Spiritual Strength Live at 10 p.m., so in a little bit less than a half hour. Same phone number for the conference call and the same on the Facebook page. We'll be ready to roll at 10 o'clock Eastern time. Make sure you stay with us every week. If you like what you're hearing, make sure you tell a friend, your family, your coaches, your teammates, and sign up for that free trial session because once you have that individual coach, that's when it's going to really go a long way and things really take off for you and you really start seeing change. And thank you every much, everyone very much for all the love and all the hearts you're giving me and all the questions. This has been incredibly helpful. All of our viewers on, um, on, our, on Facebook, you've tremendously helped our conference callers right now. Uh, they're listening. I've been repeating the questions. So keep it up and join us every single week. Pretty soon, it's going to be uh, Mindset Monday Live on locations. A uh, great idea from one of our mindset coaches. We had a mindset, we had a um, mindset Monday coaches meeting this this past weekend, and one of our coaches, Mike DeMarco, former Rutgers wrestler, uh, ranked ranked in the country, and he owns a gym in um, in English Town, Allentown, Manalp in that area, and um, we're going to be running uh, mindset Monday and spiritual strength live from his gym. So anyone who could make it over to that, you could be with us in person. That's going to be on. Let me check my calendar real quick. One second. That is going to be on the 21st of November, Monday, the 21st of November. We're going to be live from um, from from Mike DeMarco's gym. So make sure we're going to stay with us. We're going to give you more information on that um, as time goes by. We'll give you more information on that. But again, tune in again for us at what I'm doing here is I'm getting Eye of the Tiger ready for when we sign off. That's why I keep turning towards this computer. Um, make sure you tune in at 10 p.m. for spiritual strength. And again, we thank you very much for calling. We'll be back in half an hour, so stay with us. And um, we'll see you soon for Mindset Monday. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.